0: It's time for Cyclone Insider from the Des Moines Register and 1460 KXNO, Des Moines Sports Station.
1: All right, guys, what's going on? Welcome to Cyclone Insider this week. Here with the Des Moines Register's Randy Peterson and Tommy Birch, fresh off of their road trip to. Uh, believe it or not, I say it all the time. It's one of my favorite road trips in the Big 12. I love going to Morgantown. I, I think it's a fun place. It's not a fun place for a football team to, to play. By any means, but it's cool. It feel you feel like you're in a different country when you go to Morgantown. Um, Iowa State doesn't come away with the win, 22 sixteen. The Cyclones lost, setting up this Saturday's matchup with I believe number eleven Oklahoma State. A couple top twenty-five teams going at it. And Ames, we'll start with you, Pete. What's up, brother?
0: I'm well. How are you?
1: Doing very nice well. To be here with you. Zero uh, complaints here for me. Tommy Birch is in the
2: house. How are you?
1: Great. Great, I, uh, you know, like I, I had a weird, um, I had a weird uh, post game show on Saturday night with the with the radio network. You know, where all the fans mm-hmm. call in and they get fired up a lot of times. Uh, it was weird because, no. <laughs> yeah, but it was weird. They weren't that mad. Like, I, like, why? Well, here's why I think. Like, I think that they were like, uh, this is how I could sense like the round of emotions going with with fans on Saturday. At first, they were like. Kind of pissed off because they got down twenty to nothing, and the clones kind of slept walked into that football game. It seemed like, but then you know I think we 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 have seen Iowa state teams i hate I hate generalizing with this because it's not fair, but I know' where it's you're dumb. Going. we've seen them roll over and die before, yeah you know, and like you know i don't feel like they were out schemed i don 't feel like they got out coached. I feel like talent wise they were right there with West Virginia. They just didn't execute down the stretch, and I think Iowa State fans, guys, are smart enough right now where they know that that margin for error that we hear about all the time just isn't isn't very big, and they just didn't make enough plays, and I think fans were okay with it. What do you guys think about that?
2: Yeah, I think that fans maybe are annoyed with that slow start, um, Yeah, thinking that, look, there's still a lot on the line right now. There's no reason to come out uh, a little flat like that, but... I think that's where it starts. But, yeah, uh, you know, I think there were a lot of positives to take away in terms of, hey, they still fought back. Um, They made some good adjustments in the second half and put themselves in a position to win that game. So it's got to be nice from that sense, but it's got to be frustrating knowing you just have a little bit better of a start. You win that football game. Just, Just anything better than what they did in the first half. They win that game.
1: Totally agree. Pete, what was your overall take?
0: Well, I you didn't have any fans annoyed that— Well, I mean, a-
1: annoyed it, that we had one guy call in and be like, oh, we gave it away. Um, but I, I felt like most of them were—it was very level-headed. It was weird.
0: That, that would be <laughs> weird, I would think, because Iowa State had come into that game beating two f- top five yeah. teams. No reason they should have lost that game. And I thought the fans might have been annoyed because they did not put Joel Lanning in on the goal line. Uh, that, those were very strange, very very strange. Yeah, we 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 did get he was calls. not in there.
1: We did get some calls on that. Um, I I don't know. Isn't is it because <clears throat> he's still dinged up? I mean, that's kind of how I feel. He
0: played think, every play on the as a linebacker. I'm just going
1: on what Campbell said uh, at his press conference yesterday. The the quote that stood out to me was, "We want him to be." We don't want him to be a jack-of-all-trades, master-of-none, I think is what he said. Yeah, I, I think
2: I think he's more dinged up than they lead on to believe. I mean, I think Campbell obviously tossed some subtle hints there during the Monday press conference. But in the grand scheme of things, when you're on the 2-3-yard line, David Montgomery should be able to get you those yards. I understood where Matt Campbell was coming from in that aspect of saying, look, we've got David Montgomery. He's a good back. I mean, that's a guy who is constantly... Turning nothing into something, but uh, but yeah, I think you know th- there are only so many times you can go that well. I thought they would have gone to landing at some point, and I really thought they might go landing at some point in the first half when that offense was really I, I struggling yeah. too. That
1: I'm with you though, Pete. Like I, I think with the stalling offense right now, and the, and the offense hasn't really been good for a while. Right, going but back
2: to it's it's been bad for a while. The only yeah. reason why it's not a big talking point is because they've been winning.
1: Yeah. And the defense has been so good.
2: The signs have been there not even signs. It's just been there for everybody to see that. Look, it's a dramatically different team with Kyle Kempt under center and not Jacob Park. There are limitations to what Kyle Kemp can do. Now it's not to take away that Kyle Kempt has guided this team to a couple of the biggest wins in school history and guided them to, you know, probably the best stretch in school history, but it's come because of what that defense has done. Yeah,
1: I, I, if he's healthy, and I don't think he is just based off of Campbell. Did, I, did you guys listen to the Colin show at all last night? I mean, he, yeah. his language towards Lanning seemed a little bit, I mean, I could read into the fact that he's hurt. I don't. Hurts not. Not hurts not right. Dinged up. I think is better. Yeah. I mean. I mean, if he was hurt, he wouldn't be playing. That, they're all hurt now, though. I agree. And he's I think playing this, every
0: play on defense.
1: I think the team is fatigued right now. Yeah. And I, I think this. Well, is,
0: every team is fatigued. Right yeah, now. but I, I think mean, it's not just Iowa State.
1: I agree, but I think that Iowa State has less depth than most top twenty-five well, teams, so it yeah. probably is accentuated with.
0: He's them. playing every team. Every team. He's playing every snap on defense. He's playing on one of the punt teams or kickoff teams, whatever Trevor, what it is. So. I think he'd... I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he is hurt worse than what we've... What
1: that's the only rational we're talking reason about now. to not put him in.
0: Yeah, my... Right? I mean, that's my, what?
1: That's the only rational reason to not play him in that spot,
2: right? Right. I think he is. I think he is dinged up. But it's. it's my theory is it's like, okay, David Montgomery or Joe Manning, both those guys should be able to get you that yardage in those situations. Clarifying if anything, it
1: that... Because Campbell told me this on the side yesterday, and I, he he reiterated it live on the call-in show last night. Kempt, was, that was not a designed run exactly, to Kyle yeah. Kempt at the end of the game. No. not goal line. I, I don't. But
0: if Joe Landing would have been in there, it would have been. Perhaps. Exactly. Or it could have been yeah. a
1: read where the read quarterback yeah. run. So that was a read. Kempt was either supposed to hand it off or it was going to be a throw, like probably yeah. a fade to Lazard or it Butler. Sounded or like it
2: sounded like it was supposed to be a handoff, and he had trouble... Hold it, holding yeah. on to the football, and then uh, did what he did. I don't. The problem with that situation there is there's been so many puzzling play calling when Iowa State gets inside the red zone that they've kind of opened up themselves to that criticism. or well, what the heck were they doing in that moment? I don't. I don't think any of us truly thought in that moment that that was a design run for Kyle Kemp.
0: Iowa State scoring touchdowns on sixty five percent of its red zone um opportunities against big twelve opponents I think it's i don't know whether that's a good number or a bad number but i I don't think it's a great number i think it's yeah scoring I mean, touchdowns i said yeah
2: i mean it's kind of a it's kind of a weird number kind of depends on where you are when when your defense point as well as it is right. you can get away with sixty five percent now i mean. You know that the defense once again you hang you, you allow 20 points to a Big 12 school you should be able to score but the problem was uh, you know yeah Iowa State did get to the red zone at West Virginia they shouldn't get there
0: consistently
2: enough too
0: yeah and I agree with you the a steady dose of of David Montgomery because he gained nine yards on that on first down get to the one second and one second goal at the one. That's where Iowa State got on that one series and nothing.
2: There are times where you don't even need the offensive line. David Montgomery will just get you a yard somehow. Yeah,
1: I'm so this is why I'm just a little bit down for, for Saturday. It's that West Virginia's defense is so terrible. Mm-hmm. And not only it's bad, but it was beat up. Like, they had a ton of guys out on Saturday, and we couldn't see Iowa State. We didn't see Iowa State moving the football consistently. So... You know, other
0: than other than Montgomery, and he, yeah. You know, but he, a,
1: again, though, Randy, it's the same thing we've seen all yeah, year. Just go there, yeah. The line wasn't making right. goals for no, him. No, he
0: was. He was getting everything on his own, especially that nine-yard run. Oh my God. On the ten-yard line, was that how good one. of a run was that? He carried that? the team with Jeez. it. He carried the team. Not only carries Iowa State on their back, but he carried West Virginia players on his back as well.
1: I think, I think when this the whole thing settled this year, we'll look back at this team, and we're gonna think we're gonna know that the. Offensive line's poor play was masked by two things. One, David Montgomery, because he's phenomenal. He's a future pro. And two, you've, you had two quarterbacks who, when they're playing well, and you take the Texas game out for Park because mm-hmm. that wasn't he didn't play well. That wasn't Jacob they, Both of those guys get rid of the ball very quickly. And I think those like not getting sack numbers is just as much indicative of the quarterback play as it is the offensive line.
2: Yeah. Yeah, uh, and the thing—I mean, I—I I would say the other thing that kind of maybe masks the inefficiencies of the offensive line is just having such a talented wide receiver core too. Where you've got Alan Lazard, who you can just play five hundred with, and then Trevor Ryan, you can swing it out—you know—for swing passes and make something out of nothing. Those, to me, those two more than anybody have been—you know—outside of David Montgomery, the biggest reasons why that. The offense still resembles some life.
1: Uh, Cyclone Insider here with the Des Moines Register on 1460 KXNO. Uh, before we have to let Tommy go here in about ten minutes to to get up to Ames. You know, I do think it's still like uh, w- very necessary to point out. It's <laughs> very necessary to point out that <laughs> Iowa State still controls its own destiny for the most part to play in the Big Twelve Championship game. The, if they went out, which they're, they're an underdog on Saturday, um, but and they might be an underdog at Kansas State, but I could see them being favored the last two games at this point, depending on what happens Saturday. The only way they can be kept out—correct me if I'm wrong, Randy—is if West Virginia wins out.
0: That's accurate. Okay. Yeah, yeah, because West Virginia wins out; they're seven and two.
1: Because they hold the tiebreaker the over Iowa State
0: and Oklahoma, Well, Oklahoma be in. Probably, uh, yeah. They have yeah, the, the tiebreaker of Iowa State. Let's just. Who see else that. does West Virginia play this year? What, West Virginia plays um, K, at K State.
1: Okay, so they could lose that. I actually think they're underdogs this weekend. At
0: home against Texas.
1: No, they could lose that.
0: And at Oklahoma.
1: Yeah, I don't. They're not winning that.
0: No, they're not. So I mean, I, you go back to the Iowa. To your Iowa State card. Iowa yep.
1: State. I think Iowa State's got the easiest road. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, if, no, exactly. If they win on Saturday. I mean, Saturday's huge. Well,
0: this are is you th- counting Oklahoma in, the, Oklahoma in that road among the teams?
1: Well, I'm assuming that whoever wins... They're
0: going to win out. They've got TCU at Kansas and West Virginia. Yeah, I'm,
1: I'm assuming whoever wins between Oklahoma, Oklahoma and TCU will, yeah. will represent one half of that right. game. Yes. And then it'll be either Iowa State, State or, West Virginia. or West... Man, maybe... Or, I mean Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, State.
0: Don't forget Oklahoma. Yeah,
1: Oklahoma State could still sneak back in there. Sure it could. And and I I guess TCU got Iowa even K State could.
0: K-State and Kansas.
1: Yeah, And, and, and This State's is going to be this is going to be a department.
0: mess. Iowa State being its roughest.
1: So my 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 point is, like, even though they
2: lost over the weekend, fellas, like this game really is still just as big. Especially on Saturday, the idea that you hold the tiebreakers over TCU, Oklahoma, and now. You could over Oklahoma State. The back end of the schedule is very favorable to Iowa State, where, like you said, granted you want K State at home, but go win that game. Baylor's winnable. These are all games you're you're definitely in contention to win right now.
0: Plus, plus the um, you know Iowa State being out of contention for the um, New Year's Day six any New Year's Day six bowl. Um, most likely, I, I, let's just say that. Yeah, three losses. You're that, not getting in. That's an else. assumption. Yeah, you're not. Well, three losses.
1: Yeah, yeah. It'd be. I mean, you really weird, wild, wacky things would have to happen. Oh,
0: extremely wacky things would have to happen. So, I mean, now they're playing for a decent bowl, and whatever you call decent, I call decent, depending on where it is. But that's just me.
1: Um, yeah, it's it's kind of wacky now. The Big 12's bowl deal. Have you looked into it? I'm. I'm, I'm yeah. Because like the Liberty's like ahead of like Phoenix and.
0: Yeah, it goes. It goes. We could
1: al- end up in Memphis again. It though. goes Alamo,
0: Camping World, which is in Orlando. I'm just going to say the sites: um, Alamo, Orlando. Houston. Don't you
1: hate that? I have that problem with radio. I hate giving those sponsors of those bowl games. Yeah, pub. I hate it. Well, I don't know why, why they, it, it doesn't make
0: any sense because uh, the fans they, don't. not It don't know, doesn't it's resonate.
2: confusing because it changes every. Yeah, day. Yeah. 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 So, so let's just say the site.
0: Yeah, San Antonio, Orlando, Houston, Memphis, Phoenix, or Dallas.
2: So, I think See, others, Saturday, Phoenix they have... is the
0: best one, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, they won't. And...
0: If, you, if it's Orlando, how are you going to get there?
1: I don't think the Big 12 the, the, is be ever no plane. sent a team to Dallas. I don't think that they ever go that far. In the, I mean, the Big 12 usually only yeah. sends like six or seven to bowl games.
0: And if, and if it's in Orlando, which is December 28th, how are people going to get there and get back? That's, that's Christmas in, in Disney World.
1: I've, well, you're probably gonna have to take a cyclone <laughs> fanatic charter flight. Well, there you go. We've already begun working on. <laughs> there you go.
0: There's a free plug for you, and it wasn't. Thanks even to on, our friends on at the Des Register, and it wasn't even on the script. <laughs> um, that it might be the only That's way to get the to Orlando.
1: Best way to do it with those things. I mean, because well, I mean, serious with the feasibility. Like during Christmas break, and I all know. That, it, I mean, we were down fight there. All do the you time. remember Orlando last year over Thanksgiving? Yes, it was insane down there. Yes, just kids everywhere.
0: Yeah. I remember, I remember Arizona three times. I've in the three Insight bowls, two with Iowa State and one with Iowa, and and that's back when they played that on either the thirty first or, or the first. And getting back to and from, or no, not getting to it because you just leave on Christmas Day, but getting back yeah. from that thing is a pain.
1: You were with me when we we drank that uh drank that ghost town out of beer.
0: Yeah, that was oh, I, that and that the whipper I, I, people was there, ask I what the best bowl trip was, and I <laughs> people ask that all the time.
1: The cactus bowl's great. <laughs> What's well, yeah. the old insight bowl? Yeah, it's yeah. Cactus I mean, I,
0: obviously the Rose bowls are good, but yes, that was incredible. I'd
1: love to cover a Rose bowl. That, That'd be great.
0: It's all it's it's too big.
1: Too big now. Yeah.
0: Uh, well, I mean, it's it's all L A. Too yeah. Too spread out. Yeah. But yeah, that was the best bowl experience I had. Was that Thursday night before the game? Yeah. Thursday night before the game. It
1: was. Well, yeah. President
0: Joffrey bought me a beer, even.
1: Pre- yeah, dude, that place. Tommy, have you heard that story? No. Oh. So they, they, Iowa State did their like pep rally. It was like the official Iowa State one. So you have like Jeff Johnson up on stage and Rhodes got up there. And, and
0: the a, players even showed yeah. up.
1: So they, they get up, it's this, they rented out this ghost town called rawhide and it
0: was outside it was really cool yeah and it was a nice night
1: and i'm not kidding like the whole place like all the little saloons were out of beer yeah <laughs> they, they were, had campfires build
0: up uh, every place i mean this was a, a, a and they had uh, um, a couple places or maybe just one did you ride the bull where no, was, i rode the uh, bull. Where you can ride on, the bull Randy, you
1: think i wouldn't ride the bull you can ride the bull we're in
0: cowboy boots right <laughs> now man yeah no uh, that was that was fun and it again. wasn't it wasn't a stuffed shirt. Formal oh. gathering in a God no. In a in a ballroom at some hotel.
1: So I'm glad that we're on this topic though, because I that's kind of where I, my mind turned very immediately after West Virginia. Yeah. Couple things. One, they were like no matter what we think, and I think we all I thought they would win last Saturday. Right. I don't know about you, Tommy. Did I you, thought
2: they would win but I thought there would be one trip up before so the end of the season. I, I didn't they'd think finish, it would be West Virginia. I thought though. they'd
1: finish three and one. I didn't really know how? Yeah, I
2: thought to me the game it was either going to be Oklahoma State or K State.
1: So Oklahoma State, though, like is by far the biggest game on this final stretch yeah, it, because of the tiebreaker.
2: Yeah, though. those four games when we were thinking about those four, the final four games, I was thinking the only one you don't want to lose is Oklahoma State. You know, obviously you want to win them all, but if you had to lose, you know, avoid losing one, Oklahoma State's the one you can't and you couldn't have lost. Totally agree, and that yeah. Uh,
1: so th- everything's out there for this team on Saturday, and it, it's exciting. Fansers, I th- I think fans. When I said that they weren't that mad, I think they understood going into it. Like okay, next week's huge. You can still they can still win out, and I, you just kind of regroup. And I felt like Campbell would really conveyed that yesterday as well.
0: I want to ask. can we Yeah, well, go for Tom, it. I want to ask a question here, and I know this. Is Tommy's
1: a- got about ten minutes.
0: Okay. Okay. Then you can answer first. Um I read somewhere that um James Frank James Franklin the Penn State coach yeah was quoted last week as saying or this at some point as saying that they lost to somebody I don't know recently
1: and they lost to Ohio State and Michigan State the last Michigan State the last, yeah. last game
0: he said that the team was not focused and he laid it out there he said because of all the outside attention that was coming to Penn State from outside places. Mm-hmm. Do either of you have a sense, being that Iowa State opened its doors to ESPN and essentially anybody national, do you have any sense that Iowa State had some kind of problem in that respect during the first half? I don't think
2: they've been distracted. I think uh, you know, and I ca- I'm kind of cautious when I say maybe felt a little too confident in itself. I just think West Virginia and think. And that's not taking anything from West Virginia. I think the simple thing is the West Virginia offense played really well. They were clicking um, in the first half of that game. And the offense just has been doing what it's always been doing for the most part. I mean, usually during this winning streak, you see the offense struggle usually in the first half, sometimes in the second half. This time it was the first half. So to me, this game really didn't look that different i mean uh, the only difference is at the end of this game i would say had a chance to win the game had the bomb defense made the play and the offense just didn't come through i uh, to me if there would have been a trip up or a lack lack of distraction from this team it would have come at you know when you had kansas right after um you know oklahoma. Uh, right after oklahoma okay and then you had you go on the trip to Texas Tech. I mean there there've been a lot of opportunities to kind of get overwhelmed uh, by it.
1: I'll go with this. One I think it's a fair thing to talk about. Absolutely. Because we you see it all the time in this sport. Look at Ohio State losing to Iowa. Now Iowa kicked the crap out. I don't again, I'm not taking all anything right. away from Iowa here just like you said with West Virginia, but Ohio State comes off of that emotional comeback over Penn State. You see letdowns in this sport all the time. I will say, and it, I think, think about it, Tommy, because we're both we're, we're not too far away from this point in our lives when we just get out of college and you have your first job. Yeah, most we're not we don't have the maturity to understand that you have to bring your best every day. At least I didn't when I had my first job. I, I'd be
0: Tommy brings his best every day.
1: No, he, well yeah. he does now, but I'm <laughs> guessing at some point you weren't consistent. Like yeah, I wasn't. I, I think it's natural when you're that age you're a it's a roller coaster. You go up and down and up and down. And I to to think that you may be correct that maybe they I'm
0: just throwing were it on out the, there. Yeah.
1: I know but I'm using I'm, the
0: James Franklin. No, what no, I'm
1: saying though, to think that they were on the down part of that roller coaster in the first half, I think it's very realistic. And I, and I don't think it's even an indictment on them. I think no, it's not just a it's natural for college kids. because the,
2: they go ahead. And the one thing I would say is, you know, I think Campbell has done a really good job of continually humbling these guys. Where he's great at it. Yeah. The fact is, after you know, when Rhodes was there, kind of the understanding I've had from talking to people is, after a win, it would be celebrated like, you know, the greatest thing ever. Now, granted, it probably should have been just because they didn't win that often. Now, when they win, it's right back to this: is what you did wrong, you messed up this, you messed up that, you got to get better and at this. Not, and if you don't, yeah,
0: it's superstars he's talking to as well. Yeah, I, I heard know. that he,
2: I heard that the
1: practice after the Oklahoma win was just hell.
0: Yeah, we, I'd heard, heard the same thing. Yeah.
1: <laughs> before s- that, Kansas. The
0: Sunday after it, yeah, yeah, he
1: just killed him. I, I mean, has, he, I've heard that from a bunch yep, of people, that,
0: the, I, I heard it too. So if it's we're
1: right. matching it up, then it's got to be right.
0: Yeah. And it, went, nobody, it was nobody was off limits.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it was just in everybody's face. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I do think it's natural, though. I and I, again, I don't think that it's like coming down on coaching or the kids. All. It's just
0: not at all. It's it's natural. They've never been in this situation. Yeah, these kids have never been in this situation.
1: Well, and even if you had, like, well, sure. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that man, this sport, man, it's like that between what happened in Norman earlier this year and what happened in Iowa City on Saturday. You never know what's going to happen, man.
0: We like, rock we, in this state.
1: Yeah, <laughs> but nobody, nobody other than Cyclone Jerry and whoever Iowa's version of Cyclone Jerry is, I thought I that know. those two games were going to turn out the way that they did. It, it just, I don't know. It's bizarre. I do think that as beat up as Iowa State is, and I think they're more beat up than what they're letting on. They'll they'll bring it on Saturday, yep. Senior Day. I think that that helps. I think it's well timed. I like the fact that it's an 11 o'clock kick, too. That generally bodes better for a
2: home team than it does an away team. Campbell loves the 11 a.m. kicks, too. Yeah,
1: I think personally Matt is so, like, keyed up on game day where I think he'd go crazy if he played at night every week. Yeah. Like, I think it'd be, like, a really nutty thing for him.
2: Well, look at the <laughs> the last time they had a night game, too. So That's true. That's true. Uh, all right, Tommy, get out of here. It was good seeing you.
1: It was good seeing you as well. We will, um, Pete and I are going to continue on here, uh, coming up here on Cyclone Insider with the Des Moines Register. We are going to talk some basketball because the season opener is coming up on Friday. Maybe we'll do that in the next segment. We'll do that, and then uh, segment number three, we'll, we'll touch on football again, uh, really dig deep and, and look ahead to this Oklahoma State game. That's coming up on Saturday. It's the Cyclone Insider program with our friends from the Des Moines Register here on 1460 KXNO. It's
0: Cyclone Insider from the Des Moines Register and 1460 KXNO.
1: Welcome back to Cyclone Insider here with the Des Moines Register on 1460 KXNO. Tommy Birch is out going up to cover the Matt Campbell. Uh, well, not Matt Campbell. I believe the coordinators speak on Tuesday nights, So Tommy's up there in Ames. Uh, Randy and I are going to talk some hoops here. This segment it is Iowa State uh, defeated Emporia State, the Division II team. I'm actually familiar with Emporia State. I used to do some play by play for Northwest Missouri State back in the day. Okay, and they're in the same conference, so that was kind of fun that they were in Hilton. Regardless, that means nothing to our audience. Um, that wasn't a great team. <laughs> it wasn't a very good D two team, and Iowa State really struggled. And you have to you get take these with a grain of salt. We've seen. You know, like I look at like what Fran McCaffrey did with that team a couple of years ago that lost yes. its exhibition game, and they came back and were you know in the tournament conversation at some right. point. So yeah. you don't want to overreact. Uh, Iowa State was without Cameron Lard and Terrence Lewis, which are big rotation guys. I think Lard would probably start potentially. So you you can't overreact. I was not impressed though. I mean, the, the individual talent is clearly there. These guys are all very talented guys. But they're they're not playing like a team yet, which is somewhat I guess to be expected, Randy.
0: It's a bunch, early in the season. Yeah, it's a bunch of new guys. Four starters had to be replaced. Um, the only guys that 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 know what it's like to to actually play at, at Hilton are um, who Solomon Young, Donovan um, Jackson, Donovan Jackson, and Nick Bab. Yeah. Other than that, I think that's it. Oh, Jacoby. Yeah, but he never really played. Right, yeah, yeah. So I mean other than that, it's a new team. And it took a while for these guys to get going on 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 Sunday. Um and it's gonna it's gonna take a while for these guys to mesh as well. I I thought the team really got got going though when Donovan Jackson said, Okay, get out of my way. I'm gonna start playing. You know, that's when he started shooting. He made the last thirteen points for Iowa State of the first half. Um he got into it. He was not um yeah, he, he, he got into it and he's he was the on-the-floor leader like he's going to have to be but uh, um, My gosh if you're looking for, if this team's down Down three points with a five seconds to go and you're needing a three-pointer to win the game This team's losing at least yeah. the way it looked that looked last night unless D Jackson Donovan Jackson is shooting
1: Yeah, I feel like Wiggins is probably a better shooter than he showed yeah. I mean he was 0 for 5 from 3 he's not gonna do that every night um I don't know. I I feel like their backcourt they you can win with those guys right. as far as Jackson and Wigginton go. And and I think Lewis will play well. Yeah, Even and they say
0: he's a shooter too. i am not yeah. you know I saw him play in the summer league, but you don't but take anything I just, there.
1: I don't know if that the wings and the post guys are gonna give them an opportunity. To win a ton of games against really good teams. I don't know. It's way too early for me to even say that. But I just, that's the key, I think, Randy, after I saw him one time. And again, I can't reiterate this enough. It's just an exhibition. But I, I feel like they're backcourt. You can win with those guys. The other guys are going to have to gel together, come around. I'm talking about the Cameron Lards, yeah. talking about the Zaran Tallies. Um, Solomon Young didn't play well uh, in the exhibition. We know he's better than that. Um, I don't know. What do you think about that? No, I
0: agree. I, and these are going to be longer games also because they're going to get to the free throw line. Yeah. You know, Fred's teams didn't get to the free throw line that much because they were jump shooting teams for the most part. These guys are going to get to the free throw line. And you and I and and Tommy and everybody else um, around the basketball team have been hearing for a long time that that Wigginton will get to the free throw line. He's the slasher that Monte was not. No offense to Monte. Wigginton is a slasher. That he wasn't and he's going to get fouled. He's going to go to the line, especially early in the season when the officials are calling everything to try to get their point across. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, he'll, he'll get to the line and that's going to be a difference because these, but these guys don't have, have the jump shooting ability that the other, that past Iowa State teams have had. And, and, uh, would it have been different if Lard and Terrence Lewis would have played Sunday night? Of course it would have been yeah, different. Yeah, I think it would have been too. Um, Yet they did not play, but, and
1: we still don't know if they're playing on Friday, right? No.
0: hopefully we'll hear I, I mean, something tomorrow. There. Did you... I'm assuming we'll hear something when Prom has a press conference or a gaggle.
1: Um, oh, on, on Wednesday. On Wednesday,
0: I'm assuming you know he'll talk about the he'll talk about the recruits, which I assume we'll get to here in a few minutes, and he'll talk about um you know the news of the team, and and if he's still undecided on whether if he's if if Steve is still saying that that the jury's still out on whether um lard or Lard and or Lewis will play on on Friday. I don't know whether that's a good sign or not for Iowa State because they're traveling on Thursday. They'll be going down on Thursday, so um to Missouri. So hopefully we'll find out something tomorrow. But that would have been a different game had those guys been playing.
1: Did anything impress you on Sunday? Yeah,
0: um, yeah, yeah. I I was impressed with Wigginton. Me too.
1: Uh, He Um, stood out to be just his assertiveness as a freshman.
0: Yeah. I mean, his first couple times down the floor, he, you know, I I was watching his body language. I'm a big body language guy. Um, you know, like you were talking about earlier. And his body language, his first couple times down the floor, maybe it looked a little passive. But after that, he was, he was, you could tell who was in charge. Um, and a lot of guys played. That's another reason it was close. But, but, uh, but Wigginton's the man when he's, when he's out there. Um, and he I, and he and donovan started playing pretty well together i think as the game went on and that's that's going to be a work in progress throughout the non-conference season is how well those guys play play together because donovan you know played average 17 minutes or so last year and most of that was playing with monte
1: yeah that i kind i kind of wrote about that today yeah. for Cyclone fanatic is is that so donovan's career has been weird because when they recruited him if you remember he was recruited to be the man.
2: Yeah.
1: Like they thought cuz they thought Monte and Naz were gone and they thought that Donovan would come in and really be the man. His junior. So did he. Yeah. <laughs> so then like the whole deal, you know, where he considers going somewhere else and I wouldn't have blamed him for right. it. Right. Doesn't sticks around last year is a key role player in that team and they they don't do a lot of what they do without Donovan. Ask Kansas. Yeah. Um So now he's got to take himself out of that mode and be back into being the man mode.
0: And he had the wrist thing going on last year as well. But yeah, he's, yeah, he's got,
1: he's mentally different.
0: Right. Yeah, he's now the guy. I mean, and he knows that. He knows he's going to be the leader. He showed some leadership um, when we talked to him. You were there um, in Kansas City. Yeah. um, yeah. Where he, where he, yeah, where he came out and said, you know, one of us, I don't know who it was, asked him about being picked ninth. And, and, and he said that, that, um, we're going to, we're out We're going to surprise some people or, or something. I don't know exactly what, what he said, but in no, in he didn't hold anything back in saying that, that he, that those ratings, those ratings, those, um, predictions were wrong and they're going to prove to people that they're wrong. And so that's the kind of leadership that this team needs, I think.
1: Uh, road trip to Missouri, uh, an exciting but weird opening game. It was exciting, I think, when Iowa State scheduled this game because the Cyclones were in the middle of a great NCAA tournament run and former Big 8 rival Missouri was down. That certainly is not the case. Well, they could be. We've never seen a Quanzo Martin-Missouri team yet. However, their recruiting tells us that this is a very talented roster. And I think there hasn't been a lot of excitement around Missouri basketball. I'd be shocked if that's not a... Rip roaring crowd on Friday night just because they haven't had anything to football and football to cheer about. The Michael Porter um, commitment and, and all the, the buddies he brought with him has been such a big play. I think people are going to be really excited to see this team.
0: Hey, I agree with you. And I don't, you know, and I agree the crowd should be good. It just kind of depends on what their high school football playoff situation is down there. But, but yeah, I mean, the, 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 the Missouri crowd draws from St. Louis. It draws from, from a lot of, from down in the Ozarks. It draws from a lot of places. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that should be a rip on crowd down there. Oh my gosh. I just wish these teams would play more. Um, yeah, yeah, you know, I know, it's home and home and I wish they'd do home and home forever. I'd, I'd like to um, see
1: Missouri, Minnesota, perhaps Illinois, teams like that. Once. Colorado State. Yeah. That'd be fun. That'd be yeah, fun. Why not? I mean, yeah. I, I
0: mean, you couldn't do them all, but yeah.
1: But I, I just, yeah, you're right. I mean, it, it does, it's it's a lot more exciting opening the season with yeah. Missouri than teams that we usually right. see.
0: And and getting back to Michael Porter, I mean, first team All-American, um, you know, number one lottery pick next year. Um, that's what they're saying now. I, at least he's a lottery pick. Yeah, Iowa State's going to, you know, and if Lard doesn't play, who's going to guard him? No, He's 6'10". It's Solomon. Okay, that's your only option. I, I agree, and yeah, I, I'm not nothing against Solomon, but how many minutes can he play against at yeah. that high level? Against him, um and will he get in foul trouble? People always get in foul trouble in these Solomon early season got in games. foul trouble on Sunday. Dude. Yeah. And people, yeah, in these early games, you get in foul trouble because, like I said earlier, these officials, are all, yeah. right, they're proving their point. They're yeah. all antsy, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they haven't blown a whistle for a while.
1: Um, no, but they, for real though, that's that's a really very real talking point with these early games yeah. because they all have these points of emphasis, right? And, they're and if they're to call.
0: exactly, and, and get the, yeah, they're 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 getting their 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 points of emphasis like you said across to the players that's their way they do it yeah i know the officials go around and have meetings with the players of every team but um you know meet with them as a group but nonetheless it, it's it's you don't really know how they're going to call it until they get into games and okay they back off a little bit during the the conference seasons but uh um yeah it's it's uh it's a learning experience for the players and especially a learning experience now that Iowa State has so many new players
1: yeah, definitely. If
0: Iowa State's going to be close, Lard has to play. I mean, I I, I honestly believe that.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm kind of with you. I don't want to put too much stock on Lard. No, but, but he can but stand it's there depth, and knock it away. It's depth and it's options. Yeah. because without him, he's you're five right. fouls. Yeah, he has absolutely. five more fouls to give. No question. I totally agree with you. Uh, it'll be a tough start uh, for Iowa State, and then they've got, I believe, Milwaukee on, on Monday. Monday, and then next week. Fly over to Myrtle Beach for the Puerto Rico invite, which is being held in Myrtle Beach because of the hurricane. Thankfully, yeah. Um, and they start off with Appalachian State, and then who is it? Who else? South Carolina, South maybe Carolina, possibly next. Yeah,
0: and then and then I think UTEP is in the the lower bracket. So we
1: might see Tim Floyd.
0: We'll see Tim Floyd for sure. <laughs> Whether it's on the opposite, oh, we gotta have an Iowa State Tim Floyd. I know, I know that would be the, I, that's outstanding. I'm ready for that one.
2: Yeah, that's a great I
0: story. Seen, I've not seen it gives us something to write about. I know. I've not seen Tim for a while. We talked back and forth, and he a while back he was he was calling me almost daily. You know, a while yeah, back. Yeah. So yeah, I mean he's he's a good guy and a good friend. So good it's, dude. Uh, it, he is a good dude.
1: Yeah, and then man, there's so many great Tim Floyd and Eustacey stories from. The I know. Days. I that, know. That's your book, man. <laughs> that that's, that's era. That's, that's half of it.
0: That's your book. Oh my right gosh. There. Yeah. If All I would right. ever do a book, I could. Uh, yeah.
1: All right. Iowa State at Missouri. Eight o'clock tip. So what? So let's let's put everybody here before we move back to football. The life of Randy Peterson. <laughs> so you want to be a sports writer? The, okay. So what's the what's the What's the itinerary like this weekend? Okay, let me preface this. Eight o'clock tip and then an 11 o'clock kick.
0: Let me just preface this by saying, I love my job. I know. Okay. I love my job. It's, huh? Nobody doubts that. No. And it's, it's part of what we sign up for. It's the, it's the season where, where the, the football and basketball overlap. It's, it's, it's crazy. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's what we deal with. I love this. Dealt thing with this here. for I've dealt with this for forty years plus years. So what's what am I doing? Driving to Columbia, Missouri on Friday, probably leaving around one o'clock or so.
1: Okay, so it's about a four-hour
0: drive. Yeah, from my house. Yeah, okay. I can go down the back. Not a back way, but go down through Pella. Yep, and yep. off. Yeah, go down that way. Yeah, leave around one o'clock. Um, get to uh get to Columbia, get all set up, cover the game, get back on the road. Hopefully around. Um, you know, I'll have a story. Written, uh, I'll, I'll I'll have a story as soon as the game's over. I'll hit the button, hit the send button on a story, um, and then go down and get quotations. After that, um, or by then our our print deadline's probably dead, um, and then get in the car and drive back to Des Moines. So what time do you
1: house. anticipate arriving in Des Moines?
0: I'm hoping to be back. I'm hoping to be back in. My living room, at least, because I won't go to bed. I'll just sit on the couch. At least in my living room by four. <laughs> um, then and then um, and I guarantee
1: because I know you too well, you'll be one of the first people in the press box on Saturday. Well, I, I
0: always pick Berchie up, at Big Tommy up at, uh, to go to home games at uh, eleven o'clock games between I don't know seven and seven thirty. So that's
1: not you're not going to stray from that because of the late tip. Yeah, in Columbia.
0: Yeah, and I'll write I'll write the I'll write a more in depth Iowa State Missouri basketball column once I get to the press box on Saturday morning. <laughs> and then we got a basketball game on Monday Man, I'm, too. I'm soft. And that's and that's and that's cool.
1: I'm soft. I'm sending you. You only need
0: 4 hours sleep a day. I'm sending Jared on. Friday yeah. Night. Jared and I will be yeah. rocking in the car together. Yeah, you guys will be listening he'll to will He'll be listening stuff. to my Barry Manilow. And, <laughs> I love Manilow. And, uh, that's great. And Yeah, golf. Beach Boys.
1: Mandy's a classic. Oh yeah.
0: I can we'll play it 5 or 6 times.
1: I actually uh, I have some relatives down in um in Phoenix who live near Barry Manilow. Really? Yeah, you like that? I do like that. you go that. hiking like behind their backyard, up top, you can see Manolo's house. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, no, so I'm soft. I'll just watch the game from home, and then then I'll give Jared the morning off. I won't make him do pregame at 8 o'clock, yeah. and I'll handle that. Because he's probably
0: going to meet I haven't talked to him. He's probably going to meet me at my house, yeah. keep his car in my driveway, because I'm not driving names to, to pick him up.
1: I'm a little bummed. Damn sure not that. If Iowa State, if that would have been a night game or a 2.30 tip kip. I probably would have gone on Friday because I, I want to see Porter play. I did. Yeah. You don't get to see the top pick in the draft very right. often. That, that, we see that with Kansas every once in a while. But so it'll be, fun. be a fun fun night.
0: And then the basketball game Monday against Milwaukee.
1: Yeah. Milwaukee and then, and then uh, head to Myrtle Beach. Head to Myrtle
0: Beach on Wednesday morning. Thereby, fun time of year. One o'clock. It, when do you, you guys go to Myrtle on
1: we, Tuesday? We fly out on Tuesday. Yeah. I, and I don't know what time. Yeah. I think okay. like middle of the day on Tuesday is what it's going
0: to be. And I think we're staying someplace. Up the, up the, up the Myrtle road. Myrtle Beach from is you. cool.
1: You'll like it. Have you been there? I have not. It's a cool place. You'll really like it. I got family from there. so.
0: I know. I looked at the deal that's supposed to be in the 60s. Nice. Yeah.
1: We'll take it. We'll take it. Yeah. All right. Uh, nice. Iowa State, Oklahoma State. We'll look into that next here on Cyclone Insider with the Des Moines Register on 1460 KXNO. It's Cyclone Insider
0: from the Des Moines Register and 1460
1: KXNO. Welcome back to Cyclone Insider here with the Des Moines Register. On fourteen sixty KXO, Randy Peterson's here with me. Uh, we we talked West Virginia. We hit up the uh, basketball season opener on Friday at Missouri. If you want to, you can check out the podcast at the Des Moines Register dot com and maybe miss some of that. Now you can hit it up. Tommy Birch was with us in our or in segment number one. Uh, now a, a a really good Oklahoma State team comes to yeah. town. That you know those games. They've caught some flack. Oh, you can't play defense and all that stuff. They're not as bad defensively. One, Oklahoma's really good. Two, the the tempo that those two teams play with is just so amped up that they're going to score points on anybody I don't think it's fair to just persecute Oklahoma State and say they can't play defense. They may not be a great defensive team. They're certainly not, but I think they're a better defense, Randy, than what West Virginia brought to the table last week. I
0: I agree with you. And they're, they're giving up 34 points a game. Um, but you're right. A lot of it is a product of, of, of going so quick. But the thing with Oklahoma State is they can give up 34 points. They're going to score, they're going to score 40. Exactly. You're exactly right. So, um, you know, you don't have to have a great, a great defense you have a great offense and you have a great quarterback like they have in Mason Rudolph you have a great receiver like they do in um James Washington who may or may not play and you know you don't need a that that's the opposite that's anti-Iowa State in that respect um you can you know they don't have to have a great defense to win whereas Iowa State has has got to where it's gotten because of a great defense is Washington playing what have you read about him James Washington, I the mean, receiver.
1: As far as he's I know. got an, he
0: he played the first half last week in Bedlam against Oklahoma. Then he played. Didn't, then he missed the second half because of a, of an ankle injury. And Gundy said he won't know for a while whether he's going to play on Saturday.
1: Yeah, well, that'd be huge. I mean, you don't want a, you don't want huge. a young man to miss a game because of an injury. But I do worry about that matchup. I don't know if you heard my. I do a deal with Campbell for our Monday night show. Uh, that I go and record with him after his press conference, and I, I brought this up. I think it's interesting to think about. Do you consider? Now I would say it doesn't do a ton of one-on-one on defense, but do you consider matching up DeAndre Payne with him just purely because of the size? Um, because Oklahoma State's second receiver is a shorter guy.
0: I know that was great radio. Um, yeah, no,
1: it's good. Yeah, to no, think I agree. Yeah, yeah, I, mean, I, yeah, I, I
0: agree. I think that'd be considered. good. Yes, I agree. Yes. Payne is very think... physical. Right, but can he cover?
1: I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that's I next mean, question. He's not as good of a cover guy. We know that. No, yeah. Well, you kind of pick your poison. Though. But
0: you can you maybe cover, and then with help,
1: you get help. Yeah,
0: maybe get um, your
1: boy Everett over there. Yeah. I don't know. I, I that,
0: That's a good. That's a good. The idea. biggest
1: question is: Can Iowa State score some touchdowns? You know.
0: And they're going to have to. They're going to have to score well up a lot of touchdowns. I was joking around
1: with um, an, one of the assistants when I was leaving, and I said to him in jest yesterday, well. At least this is a team you can score fourteen points again and against and beat just Boom. <laughs> Everybody got a good chuckle out of it. Boom. But the point is, man, they they just gotta find a way to get in the end zone. You they know do. they can. We've seen it. We'll see that
0: we'll see that jump pass or not jump pass, but we'll see the fade to Lazard in the end zone, the one on one stuff. We'll see Butler. Um, you know, Trevor Ryan will see a lot of passes. Um, Montgomery, you know, if he's not used as a running back. He'll be used as a pass receiver. So they'll, 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 I would say they'll do something. Um, they'll have, they'll have something figured out. And Montgomery only needs 170 yards to crack a thousand, to get a thousand, which yeah. I don't even know why that's the benchmark anymore, but that's why that's the Sneaky, say.
1: surprising stat the two leading rushers in the Big 12 playing in this game. Right. Yeah. Justice, Justice Hill, and Hill and David Montgomery. Montgomery. Yeah. And that's yeah. another thing that I could go on for an hour, Randy, about things that bug me that people say about the Big 12 that are just not accurate about like, people don't understand that just because you run a spread air raid type of offense, I mean, you can still run the football. Yes. And Oklahoma State does that. They ran for 280 yards last week against Oklahoma. They they had the leading rusher in the league. Those old Art Briles teams, those, yeah. they ran, they, they always led, led the conference in running. So you can't just key on the pass.
0: You better not just key on the pass. You'd be, you'd get smoked. Um, yeah, and the West Virginia running back Crawford wasn't horrible. Um, he's pretty good as no, well. he he got so, some. He yeah, did, he did his yeah. work. Yeah. So um, I, I I I think that uh, I think you're exactly right that the um, the rushing in this league is I'm trying to find um, Duda's rushing yards. Rudolph's oh, he's only got 47. He's not going anywhere. Yeah, he doesn't talk He's not going anywhere often. He's not going
1: anywhere. He can throw it though, man. He he could. Yeah, he's, he's got a cannon of an arm. Thirty.
0: And... He's got 3,300 yards and 27 touchdowns in Iowa State. Got just a few more yards, and that as a team, and he's got thirty three hundred yards on the season, so um that kind of shows you what what's going on there. All right,
1: Uh we got about thirty seconds to go. You think Iowa State wins on Saturday? I don't. Yeah, I'm kind of leaning towards a loss too. I hope yeah. I'm wrong, but I, I, I it'll be of, another
0: close game. I, I don't think say it's not game. going to get blown out. No, I'm, I'm they're not you. going to get blown out, but but uh, it's 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 going to take a whale of a of a performance, and it's going to take touchdowns in the red zone instead of field goals. Um, especially when you get around the five yard line, so um, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say Iowa State um, does not win this game, but uh, I've been wrong before.
1: Obviously. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Um, thanks, Pete. Have a have a Thank great you. trip and get back safely.
0: Looking forward to it.
1: Yeah, we'll see you bright and early on Saturday morning.
0: Will we do this show next week? Will I yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm gonna be gone. You'll see, be gone. somebody here will have to. Okay. I'll be in the air. I'll be gotcha. in South Carolina, but I, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. We're professionals I look forward to this day every week. It's a good time. It is a good time. All right, thanks to Tommy Birch for stopping by. Pete, uh, check out the podcast at the Des Moines Register's website, and we'll be back next week. We've got um, Hawk Central tomorrow night with Chad Lysico and Mark Emmert and Ross Peterson. They'll recap that big win over Ohio State for the Hawkeyes. So long, everybody.